right, welcome to the Horse Racing Happy Hour. Mike Indolfo, Louis Rabot, and the ever-fabulous Megan Devine. Oh, it's Devine, damn it. What? what were you just playing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what were you playing? Did you, did you have, you you have, have to know I'm that go ahead and make this explicit. we don't did you, did you have slip it in? headphones. <laughs> Louis and I can't hear the music he or what just happened. He slipped it in. Oh. I'd I like to point out, by I'm the leaving. way, that, that Megan has been on the show sheet this week. Actually, uh, <laughs> and Mike has not. <laughs> There's been evidence of that. <laughs> All right. I, I, what I played was guest, super guest star Rachel uh mclaughlin what we that's right yes, yes <laughs> so we said right. okay and we went through the whole thing know. about how she pronounced her last name <laughs> I don't remember we got to hang out with you know the other a couple days ago yeah, it was nice yeah it was, it was yeah, real Saturday, nice yeah. with a lot of other degenerates we had like a we had fans that was weird that was weird was i didn't weird. encounter not, not, any of this it wasn't w- weird to see them it was awesome to see them no, it no. was just weird that they sought us it, out ha- these are the moments that haven't really happened for us yet where we walk onto a balcony and there are eight unattractive men sitting together. Shout out to all our guys. And they, they all find out who we are and they all stand up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're the happy hour guys. And it's like, pardon? You know, but yeah, that's, that's what happened. Now, to be fair, we were next to Rachel. Yes. So I don't really know if they were like, oh, it's the happy hour guys, or it was well, like, they, oh, crap. Well, Rachel McLaughlin. Well, there was a little like, bit of both because when they heard we were the happy hour guys, they're like, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. I'm straightening up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of my favorite. Twitter handicappers was there though. Dennis Trusty. Oh yeah. Because he and I are both Assiniboia guys. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Monday through Wednesday, he and I are both throwing down twenty cent, you know, trifectas and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, doing the thing. All right. Yeah, yeah. What am I guys? Shout out to Trusty. Yeah. Right, Trusty. I yeah, hope yeah. he's listening. Trusty picks. Oh, he's actually absolute must follow on. So Twitter. Christmas came Christmas came early. And so just FYI. <laughs> all right, we're what we're drinking right now. Because yeah, yeah. Wow. You good? Yeah. Chrissy says of it is. you know. I make a really mean old fashioned. You do make a mean old fashioned, and I am an old fashioned snob. Okay. I will like leave a place and never go back. <laughs> make a mean old no, bad out. old fashioned. Shout out to old fashions. And, but great ingredient list here too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, we put it on the Twitter page. Uh, the secret to making a good old fashioned to me, by the way, is you got to go sugar syrup and no sugar cubes. Right. Because the sugar syrup is just way better than sugar cubes. Um, so old fashions, obviously. Con, uh, I guess it's a little controversial, but most claim, some claim that's the first cocktail um, that in the United States. And it would, of course, originate here in Little Kentucky at the Pendennis Club. Shout out. Huh. And the, uh, the. At where? The Pendennis Club. Where is that? <gasps> what is that? Uh, oh, my. what's happening? That's where my wedding reception was. That's where I prom. <laughs> really? Well, my prom dinner. Yeah. Did you. T- did you did you date Chrissy in high school? No. What yep. did you guys meet? Yeah, we went to prom together. You guys went to prom together, and then yeah. you got married. I went to wow. prom. We got, we got married. Oh my after god! College. You guys are so cute. It's gross. I can I can also say this. I agree that I'm gross. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen Rachel or Megan just more like feeling safe around two men ever because they know that how unthreatening we are, <laughs> so, right? So, so the Pendennis Club fits into a model of clubs that existed um, in the city, especially that were started as sporting clubs mm-hmm. and then became social clubs once the guys couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't play football as well as they did or whatever, mm-hmm. or baseball, whatever. And so the Bonnie mm-hmm. Castle Club is one of these. Pendennis Club's way older than that. What is the Bonnie Castle? Pendennis Club. Bonnie origin- Castle? Bonnie Castle, yeah. So Bonnie, Pendennis okay. originated in 1881. Yep. The Bonnie Castle originated in the 1890s. He's yeah. not reading this off of anything. He just knows these things. And so um, they were both men's clubs for a long time. Bonnie Castle is still men. It is the largest male-only membership club east of the Mississippi. Yeah. Right off of Bartstown Road. Shout out to Bonnie Castle. My employer for a year when I moved here. Hmm. And um and so Pendennis was in that group, but but it has a but they're t- not they're not they're really not even the same, the same thing. they're not yeah. in the same 
galaxy. Okay. Pendennis yeah. socially mm-hmm. was the downtown social club. Mm-hmm. It was it was sure. kind of the old rich white gloves, correct? Yeah. Okay. And lots of all of the things that come with that, by the way, historically, it's money. Well, and yeah. who worked there and who wasn't allowed to be members oh, and I all see, of I those see, things. Yeah. And then, um, but in recent years, has become. Very much just a but professional near, place downtown. that's near and dear to my heart. Still, I had and a it's lot awesome. of great memories. Correct, but the old fashioned cocktail was invented there. Um, I want more bourbon. A little bit. Like we're using the old force, uh, old forcer hundred. Yeah. Which, by the way, that it's great in this drink isn't mm-hmm. surprising because we know mm-hmm. it's a great bourbon mm-hmm. and the price. And so this is actually an affordable make at home cocktail. Really good. It's terrific. Yeah. So, Mike, how do you make your old fashions? That's what we should do. <clears throat> you want to you want to go through that? So it's you know to me it's, you you got to you take a little bit of orange peel. Yep. You uh, get a cherry, which we're using f- a cherry I've never used before. Yeah. Filthy, filthy red cherry. We shouted them out on Twitter, yeah. so hopefully they find us. Filthy uh, at Filthy Foods. That was just <laughs> right there, so I bought that. And uh, Looking for sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> so you get the orange peel, you get the uh, the cherry, you get the sugar syrup, you get a couple dashes of bitters, and uh, you take the muddler, and you don't muddle this. You do, with, with mint juleps, you bruise yes. more, and you actually muddle and twist and try to unlock the... the the oils out of the orange peel for an old fashioned. There's one thing I didn't do with these that I usually do. I usually take a little bit of the orange peel and then wipe it around the rim, mm. and that actually makes a huge difference. And then it's, it's just you get the smell ice. then, right? And then and you, you also it, get yeah. the taste on your lips for sure. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so anyway, Christmas. You have camera. a box of goodies. Yeah. I've been eyeing that. From where? Megan from likes Indiana presents. Grant. If anyone's I like, I like ever presents. <gasps> what? This is all from Indiana Grant. Now, what? What do you think Rachel used for uh, packaging paper? Old Forbes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> old, old tip She's sheets. amazing. She's right there. There, there. there it is. I love her right, so much. So gift number one, we got. We got cups and koozies. Cups and koozies. <laughs> so there you go. Indiana Grand cups and koozies. Uh-huh. I guess we'll have to put all this out there. And then, of course. I love hats. No, but these aren't just hats. These are like the super oh. degenerate hats. Oh, right? man. Like, this is like. <laughs> those, are, those are dad hats. Oh. Yeah, they are. These are dad hats. Oh, yeah. Oh wow! Oh, this color are, looks great on these, me. Look, oh they took God. these hats and like half of them became uh, right. made America great hats, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the, the rest of them became oh my goodness. Indiana Grand Race these Course hats. These are dad hats. Oh, I mean, I. C- this is now. This is where we're going to see how offensive how offensive we're going to get because we got T-shirts. Oh, I'll fit right. in that. That's actually yeah. probably big well, on me. It's definitely not a. Oh, there's no settle down over there. <laughs> but the size small. If let it ride on there is going to uh, fit me. That's definitely not going to happen. Toss it over here. So let's just see if Louis gets a shirt, Mike gets a shirt, or do our kids and wives get a shirt? Oh, oh there's oh, a horse that got, came out of there. Yeah, what? We get a little uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, squishy horse. horse. A little. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. awesome. Uh, Louis? I was going to say, I can't take that home because I have too many kids for one horse. Yeah. All right. <laughs> my size? Well, it depends on how many X's you want. Well, right. it doesn't matter. They're the same. Oh, okay. There you oh, go. Oh, oh, I imagine... Rachel, actually, who asked what our sizes was, yeah, um, were that uh, she's very considerate. She sent them the, the proper size. She's a lady. She's a lady. She's a genuine. There's your horse. I think this lady. should go on your desk. Oh, it even has the Indiana Grand Indiana Grand logo. It's a it's so it's a um oh, horse. This is actually legit. Right? Oh, church key. No, it's, it's, a, it's bottle a bottle opener. opener. That's what I said. Oh. Wow, look at this swag. More bottle openers and what is happening? I mean, we're loaded here. It's coming. Oh my Rachel gosh! Is, Rachel says she'll comp you. Rachel is ready to party, Good and then boy. also like yes, she is. You know, get her stressed out. All right, so we, by the way, I thought I cussed thing. a lot, and then I met Rachel. She's great. <laughs> Holy moly! Like, her and I are cut from the same cloth. No doubt about it. Like, yeah, that someone from Farmland, Indiana, and someone from Long Island. Mm-hmm. 
goodness. You would think are very different, but are actually very similar. Very similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indiana Grand bottle opener keychain with the flashlight is going with on. With the flashlight? We brought her onto that. Oh my we brought God. her onto that balcony in the gold room, and all the degenerates were just starstruck. It yeah. was it. That was it, man. So we'll awesome. have to do that with Megan someday, and just like watch no, the guys just like I just fall off the ledge. You know? <laughs> I can't wait. It's not that far of a drop. That'll be fine. <laughs> I really can't wait until fall we the uh, until we go to Indiana Grand this next. I feel summer. like we should be doing shows from the gold room. Um, Oh, yeah. oh, actually, Obviously. is that a segue? Yeah, so I, we haven't asked you yet, so we're just going to ask you on air. I love that we <laughs> that we always make plans and schedule things on the if air. If you showed up like, at a reasonable time. Well. <laughs> so w- we are very 50-50 on being back with our friends at ESPN 680 next week for, oh, really? a, for a Clark show. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't even know how 50-50 it is. I, don't, I think 50-50 is a stretch. But Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no. I, I don't think they'll pass on content at this time of year. I'll okay, that might be true. Um, I think we should do a Clark show no matter what. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about a Clark show no matter what, Megan? Like live? Yeah, on Twitter or something. Okay. Okay. She's in. All right. I think so. I just know from... Uh, watching you have to work and be on TV and doing different things that if you do something that involves a camera, it's a different level of prep for you than it is mm-hmm. for uh, Michael over yeah, there. Yeah, you guys get to just roll up. Correct. I'll wear a hat in or something. In your dad shirts. I'm, I might wear yeah. this Indiana Grand actually. <laughs> That'd be perfect. We've got, by the way, we got, are those solo cups or like heavy solo cups? They're heavy solo cups. Oh. It's amazing. legit. Oh. Wait, is that a koozie? Yeah. Yes. I'm a little in love right now and I was already kind of in love with Rachel. Um, yeah, toss it over. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a nice. Pretty cut. solid. Oh, Rachel, I, are you a little upset that they're green and not red? No, this I went to a great Christmas college. time. Oh, I told you. I told you. Christmas the church key you gave me, so it's great. That's yeah. great. What has a light on it, by the way? I'm sure, the plastic that, bag sounds great. This has a light. All right, on guys, guys, guys. Yeah. We got to get back to the show. <laughs> we <do have> the <laughs> show. Early this Christmas is, time for us. Show. Apologies <laughs> to everyone listening. All right, so hopefully you become friends with Rachel and get swag too. All right, so I feel like I'm the worst gambler in America. Okay. And I feel like this is an important thing. Okay. It's ticket structure, man. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. It's just including horses that I give out and not listening to Megan. Essentially, is my life. So I'm like, hey, I really like the nine here. I like what the... What Are the, you besmirching uh, me? I'm not. I'm besmirching myself. This? I promise no. you. I, I promise you. And I'm like, I really like the tactic that they're taking here. I think that if I leave... I literally said, if I leave this horse off my ticket, I'm going to feel stupid. I left the horse off my ticket. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> landed 12 to 1 or 15 to 1 in the first leg of the late Because I told you not to include it, though. Correct. So that's on me. I disagree. So you're besmirching me. No, 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 no. Shame on me for not just trusting my instinct on a ticket. Mm-hmm. I'm being very serious. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst gambler in America. I'm trying to find this said show sheet, and I don't think it actually <laughs> Mike, exists. it's too late. Of course. It's yeah. Just leave it. It's, no, too, I mean, it's too late. We did already mention the royal welcome we got in the gold room, which was pretty terrific, and Racing Rachel did not big time the show, unlike Megan, who refused to show I was working. I, I don't know why you do this to us. But what do you want is. from me? What do you understand that I'm working like 27 hours a day, every day? Every day. No, she's actually... Do you know no one's busier than, than childless people? That's what I discovered this week. No I one have is 50 plus animals <laughs> and like seven jobs. Okay. Get at oh, me. <laughs> every single person has seven jobs, by the way. It's amazing. Everyone that I've met, it's incredible. By the way, when I was, when I was, when I was childless, I was so busy. Mm-hmm. I remember being so busy when I was childless and I was not busy. Like I thought I was. You're unprioritized is what you were. In my case. Yeah. 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 Um, most, most people. Yeah. I think that's what it was, but uh, we are deep in the lull. Of- I think you're also like take, more opportunities though like totally. oh, you, you get you to you you pick right well no because you kind of have to but but typically right you, you when you have children you're maybe a little bit older or, or not but you are very able to establish yourself a little bit more and you can you know maybe not have to have seven jobs and just have like 
You just have a other. You have a different filter. That's yeah. what it comes down to. You have a different filter. Right. So. Ugh, it's so divine, I'm, I'm damn it. Gambler. It's okay. And, uh, it's all right. It is. It really is. I hope someone actually plays. I feel like it because I keep on listening to you all. My TVG account is taking a hit, so I know that. No, yeah, I apologize. I gotta. I gotta. And, I, and for me, again, it's it's the worst thing. And we had this conversation at the track on Saturday, which was way colder than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's freezing. It was cold. Yeah, <laughs> it was a weird cold too. It was right? a weird, weird yeah. cold. Like just sat there. But you know, if you if you pay the play these pick four, pick three sequences, right. and you miss, would you rather miss on the first one or the last one? And you know, Louis said the first and. I would argue the last because. Oh no! I said the last. Don't do that. Did you? I thought absolutely. I said the last because. Mm, I kind of think it depends on how much you invest on it, and that's that's a different a different way of gambling. Or how much you want to invest total for the. Because if you're out in the first leg, if you don't, you know, if you if you structure your tickets in a way that you you don't, you know, buy every race, and you're able to have like a really affordable ticket, but still a good ticket. Um, if you're out in the first leg, like say you, you single in the first leg and it doesn't come in, then you haven't, you know, blew, blown your whole bankroll and you're able to follow that up with a pick three. Yeah, maybe but go I, also a little bit deeper there. I think you're also more likely to chase that loss. Yeah. I and think I, that's true in gambling and, altogether. Though. Right. And so you get, you get struck. And so you're like, Oh, I was going to miss the next leg anyway. And now right. I structured all these other mm-hmm. tickets behind it. I just, you know, I don't know for the entertainment value of the gamble. For sure. I think it's better to miss on the last leg than the first leg. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm, I can't, I'm sure my kids will love wearing this t-shirt to sleep in or something like that. So. <laughs> um, I'm wearing it to my next client meeting. I don't know what time it is. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Horse of the year, Louie. You, uh, you had your l- latest piece in the LA times. I did. That's true. And a uh, little less blowback on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did. I got a lot of nice comments. Your actually. argument was, I think Swiss skydivers the horse of the year. And you want to, you want to support that? So, Actually, let me pull up the article. Or do people need a? Can we talk about this last week? Sort of like hinted at it, but we didn't get into it because he didn't want to ruin his article. Mm. He wanted the article to come out. It was actually just in passing that we talked about it last year. (laughs) Megan, read my article. I I read the show sheet. Okay. The fact that I read the show sheet is like a big deal. I didn't read it either. (laughs) Essentially, the first thing I did is I removed support. Because last year, or last week, excuse me, Megan said. Monomoy Girl was the horse of the year, which is the worst take that's ever been said on oh this show. God. She ran four times this year, once in an allowance race. So we're going to step away from that and pretend it didn't happen. Well, she was as dominant as any horse out there, though. It, it's not her fault that there was a pandemic and she only got sure. to run four times. And in she, fact, I mentioned that in the article that it's not Brad Cox's fault or something. By the way, someone, someone wrote me and said, how dare Louie say that Brad Cox is the trainer of Swiss Skydiver? What? What? No, that paragraph's about Monomoy Girl. That person girl. doesn't know how to read. Thanks for, thanks for, oh, it's unbelievable, by the way. If mm-hmm. you write, people yeah. cannot read. It is yeah. unbelievable Un- how bad they are reading. Uh, Anyways, yeah. That also happens on Twitter. People will take, for sure. I mean, just anything you say the wrong way. My favorite is when you put out picks and you hit and they're like, well, you didn't have two in the second race and they just don't know how to look for where the second race is. Or they're like, <laughs> you only sequence. you only post your winners. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, no, no. they're they're all posted. You yeah. can go see it. Like my all mine are on all DVG, you, so very, <laughs> you can uh, count for me. Ed, and Ed some people do. Time, so. the, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess, subtle. but the, uh, I mean, they're not winners. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. All right. I just I think that Swiss skydiver who ran in seven different states this year in ten different races was injured in the Breeders' Cup, beat Gamine in a race, lost to a stakes record at the distance in the Oaks. Beat Authentic, who everyone is telling me is Horse of the Year. Well, that, it is straight up. Lost some Animal Girl, who Megan said. So something. I have a hot take about that, because I feel like. We're going to blame a jockey now? 
which you don't like to do? uh Uh-uh. No, but that's that's the part about the Eclipse Awards that I don't like because I feel like it is just Breeders' Cup Part 2. Like, there's... Whoever Maggie wins those races... I, of course I didn't. Whoever <laughs> wins those races gets the Eclipse Awards. And I think that that is a disservice because that that is essentially the what have you done for me lately angle, which we talk about like for right. handicapping. Right. And I don't think that it's very i don't think that it's true in a lot of cases i think there are plenty of other horses that had outstanding years that maybe just didn't win the breeders cup race that one race but still had an unbelievable year and they're never considered the way that they should be and that's i mean i don't get a vote so it doesn't matter but i mean that's the issue i have with it well yeah but at the same time like that's not the case with authentic this year i mean yeah he won the derby as well and like a couple of grade two and grade three races and the haskell so yeah, he's had he's had a, a big year as well. But but a lot of the time, I feel like those are the horses that are considered. I wrote that uh, the case for Authentic is good and obvious. He won three grade ones, a grade two, and a grade three, he, including the Breeders' Cup Classic, uh, the Derby, and the Haskell. So Scott, on the other hand, ran 10 times at seven different states. She's old school, runs everywhere. She's only the 12th filly ever to win a triple crown race. She finished one-fifth of a second slower than Secretariat's record time in the Preakness, mm-hmm. which, by the way... When you bring it up at any other point that about Secretariat, people run to the argument to defend Secretariat. But if you use it to bolster a Philly, apparently it's a terrible argument. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so Skydiver won uh, a grade three, two grade twos, and two grade ones. Um, she won the Preakness. She beat Authentic in that race just straight up. Won the Alabama jogging mm-hmm. at a mile and a quarter. And she lost the, yeah, the, the Oaks of Shooters the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> who set the track record at that distance, or yeah. at least the stakes record? Excuse me, and beat Gamine in that race. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but it's also not what like, do people want? It's, it's, not, it's not like it's not like Authentic stayed at Santa Anita and just hung out in California and raced. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not besmirching Authentic. I'm not I actually I'm made saying. his I made his case first. But I think when you get a filly that's three years old to do all of those things, that's worth noting. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's well, I think it's exceptional and makes her horse of the year because of what is expected of three year old fillies and. While Authentic's run is terrific mm-hmm. and he deserves every bit of credit, to just go, oh, Authentic's the horse of the year, I, I think mm-hmm. is dismissive and unnecessary. Well, I agree because, you know, that's kind of a, it, it's a little sexist too because it's like, oh, well, if she would have beat the boys again, right. then she would have. So so why is it that a Philly has to, she has to beat the boys in order to be uh, I don't horse know. of the year? I think if she why beats Monmouth Girl, if she beats Monmouth Girl and Authentic still wins the classic, we might already have an uh, Yeah, but, but, I, but most of the Did time, the, the only female horses that are considered are are those did you see the pictures i was taking the pictures sorry of of swiss skydiver coming out she never was going to win the distaff right. I, I, was, was I, said, I, was take, I was taking i understand the michael we get it but the i mean like she had no chance i mean she was never going to get there i just three-year-old fillies that run secretariat type times give me the three-year-old filly well i mean players that get it hurt don't become mvps i mean that's just it's just what it is she boom. Okay, that's a terrible. I mean, it's an embarrassment. It's not. Argument. It's not a terrible take she at all. She won two grade ones, dude. She beat Authentic straight up. That's a terrible argument. Authentic won three grade. That's ones. literally like a team wins, like sweeps the NBA finals, and the MVP of the series doesn't play the fourth quarter okay. of the fourth game. But Authentic won three grade ones and the two biggest grade ones out there. He won the Derby in September, and he won the Breeders' Cup Classic against four-year-olds. It's not his fault that COVID happened. Same argument as Monomoy. Yeah, I'm just telling you right now. When you there's three last I checked, three is greater than two. Right? I'm not good at math. And the <laughs> and uh and the Derby and the Breeders' Cup Classic are the two biggest ones out there. Monomoy girl was better than the horses that Authentic ran against in the Breeders' Cup Classic. 
All right, the field though for the classical was better than the distance. I don't know that it was. I think I we wish Monomoy Girl would have faced the boys. Yeah, I think she would have won. You think? Yeah, it would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was year. not. A, she was not all out in the distaff at all. No, like, like not. So, mm-hmm. but speaking, she of the was easy. Frankly, it like, was easy. Speaking yeah. of the Eclipse Awards, are we gonna go? Are we gonna? Are we gonna get nominated or what? No. I feel like that entry. We're not gonna do it. It had to be in. That happens tomorrow. Oh, entry is deadlines it? tomorrow. Oh well. Do that tonight. Come on, man. <laughs> I gave you more than a week's notice. Come on, Louie. Do more for the show. Yeah, I get it. I, I agree. I, I don't do enough for the show. I agree. We all do stuff for the show. Come on. <laughs> Mike makes drinks. Oh, you're using my I don't, I don't know what I knew. <laughs> you show up and look pretty, and that's you know, what we need. Not really. I have so much yeah, you dirt us, on my sweatshirt and jeans. You're letting us down today. today. Oh, on that. I did. A hundred percent. I love a girl. You know what's great, though? Oh, no, I will disagree. No, no, but I love a girl in a sweatshirt and a ponytail. I will, I, I will disagree. I, will, I agree with that. But what I love is that it was like the first time we saw Megan face-to-face. Or not face-to-face, but like live on screen. Yeah. It was like, I'm totally comfortable just being myself around you guys. And that's what I do respect that. Oh, like 100%. A, yeah, yeah, that's huge. I really appreciate that. That's a Zoom call that yeah. no one else will ever How see. How else would I? I'm a non makeup person, by the yeah. way. So. No, um, I, so there's a story behind this sweatshirt, actually, is that today, so I, as our listeners know and you guys know, we I helped to buy five yearlings at yes. the Keeneland September sale. One of them Humble brag. is, yep, I'm out of For bourbon. For sure. I'm so. out of drink One of them <laughs> is was good. at was really good. Blackwood Stables, uh, per my recommendation, which is where I used to gallop. Oh, so nice. five years ago is when I used to gallop uh, over there. I was at, I was there in the facility. It's um, Guinness McFadden. At the time, it was Matt Hogan. And they also oh, were part owners of Country House, who obviously sure. won the Derby. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> he what? Won the Derby. Okay. Asterisk. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyways, the, the facility was just kind of starting up and, and it wasn't nearly what it is now. So today, for the first time this morning, I got to go back and see that horse there and, and get a video update and a picture of him. But it was really cool to see what the facility had become and the just the, the class, that's the, the class of horses. <sighs> oh. All right, no, I'm just joking. All right, well, it was a really great personal thing for me. So anyways, I'm wearing the Blackwood sweatshirt. But they haven't you. changed, by the way. So everybody else that was working at the farm was walking around the same sweatshirts and I felt really great. Don't say anything. Where did Guinness McFadden grow up? Um, Ireland. Outside of San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's, uh, what are we going to do today? What's, what's our, what's our second segment going to look like? You know, what's interesting. We're actually going to jump around to a lot of different tracks. And so if you're handicapping, not the second segment though, right? Any of different, uh, a set of different tracks, uh, we're going to talk about them. So we're going to do a huge segment on Woodbine, which has a terrific day of racing coming up. And Megan and I have a very, uh, favorite horse that's running tomorrow uh, on Saturday at Woodbine. I'm she, she's already smiling. Uh, I I started handicapping that race and then I got to him and I was like, why did I handicap this race? And then I just threw it. I was like, single, single, and not on. the horse that people think someone else that Megan and I are both smiling about. Okay. And then um, we'll talk about the uh, the Chaluki, which is at uh, Churchill Downs, a three year olds running a mile to one turn mile. I feel like they're using that one turn mile shoot more. This year, the what, where? I think they always use the one. Is in the November meet, they use that a lot. I think in the spring meet, they use it a lot. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. At um, Churchill? I don't. Yeah. I don't ever. They don't do two turn miles at Churchill. I ne- they do on the turf for sure, but yeah, you might be right. On the dirt, they definitely do. Right. Okay. Good call. And then uh, we'll talk. Well, about you the, also have horses that it. are. There is no shoe for the turf, so. Right. No. No. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, you also have horses that you know it's it's late in the two year old season now, right. so yep. there could potentially be horses that are stretching out yep. for the first time as well. Sure. This is not, it's not a two year old race, the race we're going to talk about, but I, don't I mean but that's you, something to do consider. Do you remember as well. a one mile where they start at the finish line, 
two turn uh, no. at no. Churchill Downs. No, uh-huh. it doesn't happen. No. That's why they have the shoot. Right. And then Aqueduct has the Red Smith. It's grade three uh, on the turf, actually. That's actually a really interesting race. I'm glad you brought it to my attention. And then. Uh, because you love mile and three eighths on the turf. Like, that's, that's your jam. I actually. No, because three of the. <laughs> kind of, though. Three of the horses it's in that race are horses that we've talked about a lot this and year. And what? Yeah. Name one of them. Uh, Sadler's Joy. Oh. No, I'm just Who talk- we have besmirched a lot. Is, is, that Aquaphobia. Not, is that not Field Pass's race? No, he's no, at Woodbine. No, no, that's Woodbine. Uh, oh, he's Woodbine. Okay. And he's not that's my right. single at Woodbine, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. All right. How about that? And then I'm, we're going to talk early pick three of Del Mar, and I actually stretched it out. I, I put together an early pick five for Del Mar. Okay. Well, uh, that was not on the show sheet. I know. He's trying I to, read the show sheet, and you got here like 20 minutes late. On me? You got here 20 minutes okay. late, so I had time to work on well, the pick five. There High you five. go, guys. Huh? All right. Congratulations. We'll, we'll well, right I just back. found out I don't do enough of the show. So. This is <laughs> the, this is the horse racing happy hour. back on the horse racing happy hour i don't know My what music you're playing <laughs> all right so you want to know what the musical theme is yes are you sure you want to know yeah i probably she's not going to listen to the show so you may as well tell her okay. exactly so <laughs> next week is thanksgiving uh-huh it's true after thanksgiving we go straight into christmas, christmas season music. right yeah um the race after the thing the big race at churchill downs the day after thanksgiving is the it's clark Handicap. which clark oh yeah is that's a great synonymous question. with christmas which Kelly Clark Griswold. <laughs> so let's go back. Do you know who the Clark is in the Clark handicap? Nope. <laughs> like Lewis and Clark? That is exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. As in Meriwether Lewis and uh, like the state park. George, George Clark, right? Well, Meriwether Lewis. George Rogers Clark? Uh, George Rogers Clark, yes. Yes. Yeah. But they started here. But Meriwether Lewis is the person who founded Churchill Downs, right? Not the, not the Lewis and Clark. It's not a Lewis and Clark. There's right. a, there's a relationship to Lewis and Clark and the person who founded Churchill Downs. Ooh. So there you go. Ooh. Anyway, I'm going to ask you a serious question. Mm-hmm. No, Meriwether Lewis was Lewis and Clark. Okay, but who found who was the founder of the Louisville Jockey Club or Churchill Downs? Matt Wynn. Well, Matt Wynn was later on. All right, we're going to go looking at for Meriwether Lewis Clark Jr. the grandson. Yes. Of William Clark. There you go. But he, there's a relation there, I think, to George Rogers Clark. I think there's a descendancy there. There's a descendancy line. But they founded the Louisville Jockey Club. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's all tied together. There you go. There's actually a Clark Park very close to where Mike went to high school. Yeah, George Rogers Clark Park. Really? Yeah, yeah Louis used to live over by there, too, until he got, <laughs> until he got snooty. Um, all right, Woodbine, race three. Yeah, buddy. Is, the, uh, is it the Ontario Damsel? Is that what it is? Hmm? The Ontario Damsel, it is a $150,000 race, a mile and a 16th on the synthetic. And uh, I need to ask you serious, like uh, Curlin's Voyage is in this race. He's the one horse. What was the race that Curlin's Voyage was in last? Last? And, yeah, just look at the uh, PPs and tell me what race that was. Because it looks like the Wonder Whore. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the folks like at DRF. The it's the Wonder Whore. I mean, shout out to the people at oh DRF. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's that's right. Amazing. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, like that's, a, that's off air. Mike and I were I'm like, like. <laughs> hey, what do, you, what do you 
think this Wonder Whore race is. Yeah, right. It is the Wonder Whore. <laughs> Carlin's <laughs> Voyage, who won the, who actually didn't oh, win the Wonder Whore, she came in third. Um, <laughs> we're gonna put this out on Twitter because I, I need to know what people think that this race is. I mean, I'm going with Wonder. I don't whore. remember. Louis, I'm was. gonna drop this to you over here so you can take care of it. I think it's that. actually called the Wonderware. Yeah. But anyways, it's the Wonder Whore. It's the Wonder, Wonder Whore. Wonder <laughs> way better. So it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar Wonder Whore. It better be expensive. <laughs> yeah. One. Listen, I mean, Megan used to live in Las Vegas, so or at least she's used to freaking Las Vegas. She knows all about that. That's so. everything we do know. So of course, when we go to Canadian racing, we turn to uh, the person in the room who spent too much time playing hockey in Canada, and that would be not Megan. Oh, and, um, like Louis going to intro. Himself. I like hockey though. Hey, Louis going to intro himself. He did intro himself. <laughs> How about that? All right, tell me why Kerlin's Voyage is not going to win this race. She's not going to win this race. So I'm actually with Woodbine. We get a nice <laughs> I little hope you can hear that sigh over there. rematch of three terrific 2020 He's trying really hard to take your instructions mm-hmm. and say not say the word here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually true. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry. This is why I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to mess you up. No, no you know what's funny? I was typing my notes and the word here would just come out of my fingers. Really? 100%. Yeah, you're helping Wow, him. okay. So what do I do wrong, Megan? I Nothing, Mike. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what she told me. So... In this case, I think that the one, two, and three are the ones that you include in a longer ticket. All of these chalky fillies, I understand. Right. They seem to take turns winning. And so I think actually a fleet Catherine is due to finish up top here. None of them has been so consistent as to be sure that they're going to win. But if you're in longer tickets, I think if you leave any of the one, two, or three out, that's on you. I really want to believe the five. AV Samurai has a shot here, but a recent form seems to say otherwise. And I don't think she wants to go two turns. And so I think the one, two, and three are the horses to use in race three at Woodbine on Saturday. Megan, do you have a favorite of those three? I'm gonna I'm I'm sticking my neck out because uh on the the morning line Curlin's Voyage is seven to five, Merveille is eight to five. Both of those are terrific fillies, by the way. Um yeah, I mean I I think that Curlin's Voyage is likely gonna win. Okay. I don't love the seven to five price. Okay. However, um this this horse has been nearly flawless. I, I don't the only race I cannot explain is the one back on October 26th at Woodbine, the Princess Elves, whatever that one was. Uh, this horse was 45 cents on the dollar, finished fourth beaten by five lengths. Yep. No idea what happened there. However, every other race has been fantastic, and that's been against Open Company. And also, also um, she faced the boys, too, two races Queen's back, yep. which, you know, in the Queen's Plate, she finished fifth that day. Nowhere. Last time, not only did she have a horrible trip, like, I mean, absolutely nowhere to go, but she also was going a mile and a quarter right. on the turf. Yep. She does not want to run on the turf. That was her only turf race. They were like, okay, well, that didn't work. Right back to where she belongs. She loves this distance. She's three for four. She loves the surface. She's five for 10. One half of her race is over the synthetic. Seven for 10 I the just money. think that we are getting back to where she likes to run. And at Woodbine, I feel like those horses do very well. There are very specific places for them to run. Pink Lloyd being one of those, who I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, that they just, it's its kind of a walk in the park. So for me, I, I say single in here with Curlin's Voyage. Interesting, okay. If you, you know, I, I don't want to buy the sequence. So I would probably, I have a lot of confidence in her. I agree with you though. If you're going to make a longer ticket, it's the two and the three. I think with the three horse, they were too far last time. Um, so the mile and a quarter on the turf, again, didn't work out for her, Fleet Catherine. So now that you're getting back to a more manageable distance, I think she can improve. And then same thing with the V Samurai. I mean, last time could have been too short for her. Right. But she has done a lot of her races at a shorter distance, and she's done well at that. So I, I just don't know if they figured out where she wants to land. But if you're looking for a price at 8 to 1, yes, yeah, she's a horse to include on a longer ticket. But 
This is where we kind of talk about the A-B tickets. I think your A ticket, you single the one. Your B ticket, you spread a little bit with those other horses. Fair enough. All right, then we're going to go to the eighth race at Woodbine. It's a mile and an eighth on the synthetic, the Ontario Derby. Grade three, and we see Louis' favorite horse. Look, I mean. <laughs> we don't drink unless we say his name. Look, people. Field passes in this race. I mean, lots of, lots of things have happened this year. It's been a tough year. It's been been a brutal Field Pass kind of kicked off the pandemic for many people. <laughs> Field Pass started the pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, not like what? Not like by winning the Jeff Ruby Stakes. <laughs> yes. In front of no fans. And Jeff Ruby's pissed right now. And Jeff Ruby is not having a good time. He mm-hmm. is pissed. He should blame Field Pass, who ran. No, I think he should. You know, blame <laughs> Brashear, on the synthetic. So what's interesting about Field Pass is he has a little bit in common with Swiss Skydiver that he's run all over the place, right? Yep. And at different distances, has run different styles. He's a really, really good horse. I think there are two other horses here to look at as well. But I do like Field Pass up top, by the way. Um, has run well on uh, turf and already won on synthetic this year. Hasn't, though, raced in synthetic since that Jeff since Ruby. Jeff Ruby yeah. So the, the terrific thing about 2020 with Field Pass was he wins this race and then his owner goes, yeah, we're not really shooting for the Derby. Appreciate the Derby points. <laughs> High five. And I was like. But that that is what happens at the Jeff Ruby Stakes. For sure. Though. Like in that or the spiral stakes that it was called before. Right. How many Animal Kingdom was the derby winner that came out of there. But how many horses do you see come out of there? He's First it. of all, even run, even run in correct. the derby. And second of all, win the derby. Animal Kingdom's it, right? It actually turned out to be a pretty good sire, which is interesting, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think the two Belichick... One on my birthday, by the way. Sorry? Animal Kingdom one on my birthday. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Did you bet him at 20 to 1 or whatever it was? No. In fact, funny story about that. I was That was my first derby I ever went to. Oh, and go. the only derby I ever went to as only a fan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was taking pictures of the horses like on the big screen as they were going by because we were like way down at the... <laughs> uh, yeah, at the front of the, the top of the stretch. And um, and my camera delayed. Mm. And whoever, whoever the horse was in front of him is who I wanted to get. But it delayed. And it got a picture of Animal Kingdom instead. And I was like, oh, got a picture of this rat. <laughs> <laughs> the horse Perfect. goes off to win. That's awesome. Amazing. That's, that's when the besmirchment of horses started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> horses. Animal yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually think the two Belichick is a problem, and potentially because of the running style. One at 12 furlongs last time out, but was in the lead at, uh, during the final turn, never looked back. So I think that field pass is classier than Belichick, should be able to overcome him. If for some reason that pace falls apart, the two of them get out way out front. The four, Lucky Curlin is a horse I looked at for this race. Has nice late speed, is under the wise handling of a guy named Patrick Husbands, who you should get very familiar with if you're going to bet Woodbine. So those are my three horses in order one, two, four for racing. And it's a Cassie trained horse. He does with his way on Woodbine. No problem yeah. betting Mark Cassie. Well, well, and I think that this horse obviously seems to have taken to the Woodbine course very, very well. I mean, the points have gone up exponentially since this horse, by 20, yep. you know. Yep. I mean, the horse is running 60 buyer speed figure, 69, has now run up to 86. So. Uh, obviously this is a, a cult that has really appreciated the ground there, the training facility, whatever. It's a gorgeous track. Um, so I agree with you. I think that's your price horse if you're going to spread a little bit. But to me, Field Pass is the classiest of the bunch for sure. The one, th- the one thing that is a question mark, though, is that this horse is only one for one on the synthetic. Right. So, And that was, like and you Louis said, at, at Turfway. It was at Turfway Park. But the Turfway Park surface is very different than the Woodbine surface. Totally. All, uh, know this. All synthetic surfaces are not the same. By any means. So, and, and now, actually, what's funny about it is the new Turfway surface, I believe, is going to be very similar to the Woodbine surface now. Yep. But the old surface, no. absolutely not. Right. So, I mean, I think Field Pass still classic on class, like we say, but I agree with you that I think there's a little bit of a price at the four. I don't, I'm not on your two horse. Down, by the way. Is the new Turfway surface It is. It's already there. in place. Yeah. Off topic a little. Yep. 
that turfway surface is going to put them into a category they weren't in before. Oh, absolutely. For horses yeah. and yeah. horsemen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's is, going it is to change who shows much, up. Much, much, much different than, than the last surface. Yes. Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's terrific for yeah. winter racing in this state. That's correct for sure. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of times those people would just ship to Louisiana or Oakland mm-hmm. or wherever that might be. Mm-hmm. So, well, and with the purse structure too, if it is what they intend it to be, it, it would entice people to be here. Like they have no choice. You you right. couldn't avoid the money. It's like why people go to Oakland. Nobody wants a winter in Hot Springs, Arkansas, but they go there for the money. I heard Oakland's a beautiful place and a fantastic place. In for two days, first of all, <laughs> for a weekend or <laughs> in the summertime. Gets the money. <laughs> no, but Ellis Park has done that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Made their purses. Or Kentucky Downs. Indiana Grand this year. Kentucky Downs. Yeah, Same right. Thing. Totally. All right. Uh, is Indiana we, Grand sponsoring the show yet, or what's the deal? They there? will. Don't. Okay. All right. I mean, they should yeah. at this point. Send all them right. this episode. Hi, Rachel. The uh, <laughs> race so nine. so creepy when you whisper it. That's why, I did. That's why I did it. Race nine is the Kennedy Road, grade two, six furlongs on the synthetic for three year olds and up. This is a $175,000 race. Megan, who do you like here? I appreciate oh, that me. other horses are entered into this race, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, if, you it's know, Pink if, Lloyd. If you pick a, pick against Pink Lloyd. No, I, I, I mean, it is Pink Lloyd all the way. I just, at this point, I'm just a fan. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this horse is seven to five on the morning line. He will go off at one to nine. One to 20. Uh, it's yeah, just, right. <laughs> well, it's insane. Five straight wins. And, but this is, a, I love this for racing though. I yeah. mean, he is at least a two-time horse of the year in Canada. Uh, he might've even gotten him last year. I don't remember. No, three. Yeah. It says three-time Canadian champion. Uh, so you just, you love to see it, right? I mean, he's an eight-year-old gelding, by the way, sired by old Forrester. So Everybody I mean, if that, that isn't the Everybody horse drink. of the show. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. So I like Pink that. Lloyd, yeah. I mean, right. I, I can't, I just, I can't the, go against him. The thing that push me over the top of the Pink Lloyd probably until he doesn't win is that in his last race, he actually had to squeeze between two horses instead of just being mm-hmm. out front and actually had to make a path for himself. That showed me that the horse just wants to be out front, wants to, yeah. wants to win. Right. Yeah. And that's not when we had Tom McGreevy on, he talked about winning horses and pack horses. Pink Lloyd is a winning horse. Go ahead. Shorten your tickets. The seven. Pink I Lloyd. will say though, yeah. that silent poet on paper is actually a classier horse. So if he does get beat here, Pink Lloyd, it is by the four horse, who is only two to one. So you're not going to get a huge right. price. But, I mean, he's nearly flawless this year. He comes out of that grade two. He ran a better number than Pink Lloyd did last time. So I right. don't want to see Pink Lloyd get beat. However, Silent Poet also, by the way, has been running on the turf. This is a horse. Th- he's switching over to the synthetic. So he does have his work cut out for him, which is why I decided to go with Pink Lloyd. He's not unsuccessful on the synthetic. He's, he's had three races in the you know, top uh, top three placings, but I, I I just think you have to be a fan in this race. Okay, so the, the Silo Poet's top speed figure on turf is a hundred. On synthetic, it's eighty nine. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Silo Poet, to his credit, ten wins in eighteen lifetime starts. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. How about Pink Lloyd? Twenty six wins. He's thirty one. Freaking lifetime fantastic. Starts. That he he. Insanity. If you like Wise Dan. You, right? lo- you love oh, a horse absolutely. like this. Yeah. This is like the wise Dan of Canada. Pink yeah. Lloyd at this distance, 19 for 20 with a second place finish. He's just amazing. I mean, let's go. Let's He's go. amazing. Oh. 
Single adult. All right, so race Love 10. Em. We got if we have two long By the way, can we just can we just say also not only is this horse super successful, but like he is firing bullets in the morning. It's not like they're taking I care know. of him. I know. I mean, no, no they're taking Always very eight. Good, we have to I'm slow sorry, it down. They're taking very good care of him. Right. Don't don't let me sway you, you on that. But like it's not like they're they're keeping him bottled up in the morning, super slow, 46. nothing. Like he is firing <laughs> away. Smoking, and dude. not for nothing, this horse goes out, I know for a fact, after the rest of the track closes. Like they keep it open an extra 15 minutes for him to go out late because he gets like super hyped up so that track has already been worked over quite a bit and he's still firing bullets there's a reason he's gelded y'all yeah a hundred percent no but that's he's awesome. I love amazing <laughs> so old foe this is your horse right here <laughs> I, by the way the breeding breeding rights three grand <laughs> that's yeah crazy. Stud feet, three grand. amazing winning so great I right. feel like we need to breed a horse to one, Old Forester just for the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will get alive, us a mare. Yeah. <laughs> we will oh, go. God. That would be so cool. Oh, All right, so we got two uh, chalky uh, races and a pick three ticket. So we're going to go to race 10. Are we going to get something with a little bit more of a price in the Best Arabian grade two, $175,000 race, seven furlongs sprint on the synthetic? I think so. This better not be like super chalky. I mean, we can, we're who, probably not going to get chalk, like? chalk, chalk. I'm actually going to include four horses in this ticket. Okay. On this race, um, I, I think that the obvious one here is Amalfi Coast, the five. Yep. I think also included in that ticket is three painting, um, and I think that I'm just going to grab three horses from the Sweet Bree two stakes, uh, which is Amalfi Coast, the five painting, the three, and Super Escape, the one. I'm also including the four Artie's Princess. Uh, I think her recent form has been really good. And so those are my four horses here, the one, uh, three, four, and five in my longer tickets. I, I didn't use Amalfi Coast. Interesting. Um, I mean, I like that this horse seems to appreciate this distance and certainly has some class. But I used the four on top, Artie's Princess, who is an unbelievable eight to one for a Wesley Ward horse. Yeah, it's I'm, incredible, right? What? That's incredible. I mean, if that stays anywhere near that, that is unbelievable this horse not only is is a wesley ward horse but is also four for five at woodbine with the only off effort being a second place so i don't understand at all where i, I don't know if the morning line odds makers like trying to make some money or whatever but well the argument would be that Artie's princess is stretching out a little bit and is is going from great seven from, furlongs I, I just six and a half to seven just, i said a little bit has only one. Uh, was only raced in seven furlong race one time. Yeah, right? and is making a jump from illicit stakes to a grade two, and so you're gonna get a little. You're getting a jump in class. I mean, I think that's what they're. That's the argument, right? I just think that this horse is gonna find him herself alone on the lead. I think the other speed horses are the six, who has really only shown that speed on dirt or turf, not on the synthetic. Uh, we'll probably be there, but I, I just, I just think that the four. I'm off. Um, Artie's Princess is is much quicker, very consistent. Wesley Ward, I trust much more than some of the other trainers in here. So I have the four on top at eight to one. Don't care. By the way, Artie's Princess, four for five on the synthetic. And the one time she didn't win, uh, she came in second. So, And the and only other, really the only nice other race, by the way, where she didn't win was at Saratoga. Right. Five and a half furlongs on the turf where she was favored that right. day. And had a horrible trip. But the fact that Wesley, first of all, Wesley doesn't have like a, a, a you know, a ton of horses that he always sends up to Woodbine. He's, he's got a string, but his premier horses aren't there. So the fact that this horse is up at Woodbine, he has enough confidence to bring it to Saratoga. And then 
you know, running in a stakes race there where she's favored, I think gives her so much credibility, in my opinion. So I have the four on top. Then I use the three painting for Josie Carroll, who is an excellent, excellent trainer at Woodbine. If you followed this racetrack at all, you know that. Um, to shoot a one, I don't have to tell you that. But this is a horse who has back class, has been multiple graded stakes place, and comes in firing bullets as well. So I think she's been unlucky this year, and she had a, a terrible race last time too. But I think painting is a horse you have to include. So I went 4-3 in here with just those two. Got it. Well, those are two that I included, so that's good. I actually went ahead and, and capped the last race as well. Well, then talk about it. Luke. Yeah. So, um, I mean, extra credit, right? He's just trying to get extra credit. <laughs> Megan was that late today, folks. So uh, oh, race wow. 11 is actually. <laughs> Not even going to touch it. <laughs> that's what she said. Race 11 is a maiden affair. And I'm going to use first timers and horses that have shown decent previous form. The one, where's my halter? Did you hear that much at the uh, the old uh, the old sorority house at all? Where's my halter? No. No? You sure? That's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. Is yeah. it a bad joke? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Put your dad hat back on. Are, are you mad that, that I capped this race? Is that what's going on right now? No. Okay. Fine. You can do on. what you want. Uh, the one is first timer. <laughs> do I'll you, bro. You do you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> come on, bro. That's bro. A bag, that's a bad bro, joke. Bro, come on, bro. I'll include the one here in case I something said wild bra. happens. I had regrets after I said bro. Uh, <laughs> bro. You should have had regrets after you yeah, said bro. You could have been better. Uh, the three Not candies. for saying it, just for using <laughs> bro rather than bruh. <laughs> we laughed pretty hard, don't worry. Yeah, we laughed at you. The three candies, not, no, and with. Uh, uh, I laughed with. The can, uh, three candies dream is dropping in class, I think could be a winner here. Uh, the, th- the six, Red Astaire, also won the last time out. Or, uh, also um, hit the board at this level last time out. And then the seven, Kaduro has hit the board two of the last three times out and 12 animal crackers. Has hit the board at like a semi-normal rate. What's that? I like the name. So yeah, there you go. At at this level, so I'm including them. A uh, one, three, six, seven, and twelve in this race. So if you go with our sequence, um, something like one, two, and then what? Pink Lloyd. What is that? <laughs> what is that for? And then what the is four, that for? five. <laughs> and then the one, three, six, seven, twelve on a twenty cent ticket. That's only four bucks. Are you kidding me? So pump it up. Go ahead and play it for forty cents. Uh, I would include. In the third leg, the one and the three as well, or the one and the five, excuse me. So my sequence is one, two, then the seven, then one, three, four, five, then one, three, six, seven, twelve. <laughs> the twenty cent plays eight bucks. So go ahead and fatten up your tickets or play for forty cents for sixteen. Megan, I got a new. I got a new. <laughs> Mike s- is playing with the toys. The Indiana what Grand. is that? I don't know what that is. What is it? Let me see it. Wait, I All have right, one. You got one. Uh, the Indiana Grand sorry, bottle opener has got like something that I, it's like air. some sort of cleaner. I'm not sure what it is. Rachel, you're going to have to let us know. So this it is expands. by the way, Megan. Mike is just sitting here playing with all the toys. It's because I didn't want to listen to Louis DL pick the degenerate Louis pick. Why does it have foam on it? <laughs> Louis on the DL. I, it's a cleaner of some sort, right? I'm not ashamed of it. I'm what? not on the DL. <laughs> all right. So uh, I guess it? we should go to break and we're going to come back. We got Churchill. We got Aqueduct. We got where the where Aqueduct. Aqueduct. The turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf in oh. Del Mar. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll this, is this is the horse racing happy. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. All right, welcome back to the horse racing happy hour. You want to guess what song I just played right there? Christmas music. It was Christmas. Well, White Christmas. It was from Christmas Vacation. Oh. So we're going to be talking about Del Mar later. Oh, okay. Who's famous for Del Mar? Like what singer? Bing Crosby. 
And which do you know what song he sang in Christmas Vacation? Does Louie know this? <laughs> I don't watch Christmas movies. Oh, hold on. what? What? You are, what? You leave now, that is sir. A bad you take. leave now. The only one I like <laughs> is um is what's the one with Ralphie? A Christmas story. Christmas story. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. So cliche. Because you kind of—that's probably what you looked like as a kid, right? He definitely looked like Ralphie. My dad looked like my dad was totally Ralphie as a kid. Yes, Uh, yeah. You were Ralphie as a kid. Okay, so I feel like Charlie's a little Ralphie as a kid too. I've never had glasses. That's kind of like I've never had glasses. Charlie's very thin. Yeah, Yeah. never had either. Yeah, kind of a weird thing. Ralphie doesn't. I never had braces. Okay, you and me—we're the only ones. I had braces, but yeah, uh, everyone did. No, it's amazing (laughs) actually. Uh, I'm waiting for that bill to come. Good lord, too many kids. The but the and I'm. Whatever, I don't know how they say it in Hawaiian, but the Mele Kaleka Maka, that's yeah. the song that Bing Karasby sang. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mele Kaleka, I don't know. Right, anyway, anyway, the uh, we're, we're gonna, before we go to Del Mar, we're going to go to Churchill. And they have okay. a grade three on the dirt, one mile, and they use the shoot, Louie. Uh, it's the Chaluki. It's a grade three Chaluki. And uh, for Phillies and Marys, three-year-olds and upward, $100,000 race. Tell the people the note I put in the show sheet. I got what it. does Chaluki mean? Oh, it, Chaluki is a name that Cherokees used to use to identify themselves. That's right. That's where we got the word Cherokee from. Yeah. Yes. There you go. All right. Um, I feel so like Chaluki is used somewhere else, too. I, I can't oh. think where it is. Interesting. Right okay. Yeah. That's the <coughs> only way that I know it. But, um, yeah. you know, oh, it's the it's the, it's someone's mascot. Is it? Uh, oh, Saluki, Southern Illinois. So Southern Illinois is the Salukis, yeah. Yeah, it's Wasn't a type of dog. A, yeah. yeah. Right. A racehorse recently? Chaluki was a racehorse, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh. And a very there famous was a race Bob, horse, actually. A no, there was a Bob Baffert horse that had a similar name oh, like yeah? a couple years ago. Was he was he doping? Okay. All right. <laughs> I already wrote that article. Uh, by the way, I, to people. everybody that's wondering what Mike and I were talking about, I um I'll post a video. I took a video of it uh, yeah. on our on our Twitter. But I still we asked Rachel. We need to, know, we need to post it just to know <laughs> what this is. We asked Rachel what why the bottle opener has a thing that pulls out it's a little plastic like l shaped thing and it has foam on it and, and which the, has to be to clean something right the keychain i don't know pulls it out and um i i asked her what it is and she said i do not know <laughs> she said i just ordered this stuff can we, can we so just it is Megatite the mystery out? yes thank you <sighs> all right uh we need to, to have her <laughs> <laughs> we should have at the end of the year we need our own mixtape right we'll we'll pay you already nailed it today i'm, I'm proud of you I did? Yeah. Okay. Using Rachel. No, it's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um it's anyway. Divine, it? <laughs> it's divine, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Chaluki, we got we got finite in this race. I mean we got some we got some horses. Um, so who who do you like here? Total grade three, by the way. We haven't been doing that today. This feels very grade three for the time. Oh, crazy. Which sexy it is a grade mo- three. We get so. some money and crazy sexy money in this race, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We get some money's not in this race, but crazy sexy money. Crazy sexy is. money, definitely. Yeah. All right. Who do you like, Louie? No, that's a fifty to first. one long shot. By the way, you have to hunch play that horse across the board. If you Absolutely. don't, Mike, like you're no longer allowed back on the show. Uh, <laughs> and I will bet it across the board this time. Yes, All across right. the board. <laughs> and lose your voice doing it. Yeah. The um. So I think the second place and third place finishers from the Raven Run at Keeneland, uh, which was won by Venetian Harbor, are the top two contenders here. So the two finite who was on the Oaks Trail prior Written to by. COVID hitting. Ridden by. Fantastic housewife. Is that Ricardo the whole year? Well, Ricardo's yeah, yeah, he's about a, yep, the whole year. Now. Yeah, excuse me. Yep, and then Ortiz um, had her. Ortiz had her twice. Yep. So there you go. And, uh, Megan was totally right about this horse a couple of Are shows you a ago. Family Guy fan? Yeah. I I can't really do it. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Can we also cut you saying I can't really do it? Uh, the 
Meg was totally right about Finite, who came back, stretched her legs out of Kentucky Downs, and I was like, man, they don't know what they want to do with this horse. And Meg was like, no, no, no. All they're doing is just get her legs stretched so that she can come back and run better. And she almost caught Venetian Harbor in the Raven run. She was terrific, in fact. Venetian Harbor is a pretty good horse. Well, mm-hmm. also, they run opposite styles, yeah. right? So Venetian Harbor was always going to the front and always was going to win well, by someone trying to catch and her. And also, not for nothing, but Finite graduated from – she broke her maiden, which I hate that phrase, but she graduated from maiden special weight at Kentucky Downs. Yep. So the, the logical sense. thing is let's run her again for all of that freaking money since she already won there once. Fine, she didn't. Okay, she's not a turf horse. Like that. Those are the only two turf the races way, she had were at Kentucky Downs, which they, you see because the prices, are, the, the purses, pardon me, are so high. And then she comes back the next three times out, uh, all at, uh, two of them at Churchill Downs, fast, sloppy, fast, wins all three. Right, so this horse can run anywhere on any surface. Yeah, and so now Megan was all over and this. She yet. ran terrifically, but no one was catching Venetian Harbor at that distance that day. It, it and I don't falter for it. It was really close. But Finite's run against amazing fields the entire year. She's the classiest I mean, horse here. Yeah, if you want to be close. really, really thin, go ahead and single Finite. But I think that would be a mistake because I think the third place horse in that field, uh, Grand Cru Class, who's running in this race, the three, never ran as a two year old, having a terrific three year old campaign. She appears to be close to Finite's class. Um, and no reason to think she won't continue to improve. She's really on an improvement scale with Belmont. That's that's the trajectory is really really good. Uh, shorten up. Trust these two fillies here in your tickets at Churchill. If you're playing the late pick four or something, I think you can go two three here and not have to worry about other horses. The other horse I would consider is the six risky mandate, who okay. I know is stepping up um, from the allowance levels. But this horse has just been working lights freaking out yep. at Churchill Downs. Yep. And the only race where she had a really bad effort was in the grade one Latrin against Monomoy Girl. So, yeah. I mean, and Lady Lady like, Ross, come on, yeah. <laughs> like this, throw that race out, right? Also lost a Royal but we Charlotte. see Tom Amos is the type of trainer who you can see. Chad Brown is the same way. I mean, there's plenty of guys you can mention. He can step horses up from allowance levels, integrated stakes, and win first Agreed. time. Agree. So I think Risky Mandate at 5-1 to one, um, deserves a look in here. He rides Miguel Mena enough that I think it's a, it's a solid jockey trainer combo. And she's run some very, very good numbers. So I think with the way she's been working, as long as she can handle the stretch out, which she finished second already, going a mile and eighth, um, I think she's going to be okay at this distance. So I would include her underneath, under finite, for sure. At that price, if I do one. And I'd also include number seven, Crazy Sexy Money. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. for, yeah, <laughs> across the board, you have to. Which, by the way, by the way, just Space just Town, so Turner. everybody is, like, aware, Crazy Sexy Money has been running it at a much lower level. Belterra for starter allowance, you know, Churchill for uh, 10 optional claiming. However, this horse has won six of 10 races this year with three other efforts in the top three placings. Out of so, 10. Out of 10. I mean, if this is an across-the-board play, uh, I mean, this is as, as much of an across-the-board play as I've ever seen. I mean this as nicely as I can, and I feel like I know the jockeys at Churchill Downs. Who is C. Conning? Crystal Conning. So she did very well. She She's a female rider. Uh, I think she's Australian, Okay. I want to say. I can't remember. Uh, but she's been riding here for a while, but mostly at, like, Belterra and... Got it. Um, I think she had a couple mounts at Ellis and some other places, but she's a, she's a, you know, she can ride for awesome. sure. No, no, sure. I, it's not a, honestly, not a besmirchment yeah. thing. Yeah. I just didn't know who she was. So mm-hmm. there you go. Great. Okay. All right. So crazy sexy money is going to win. Awesome. <laughs> she's it. already, so by the way, Crystal's already won on this horse, uh, oh, four yeah, races right. back. Yep. So, you know, there's something to be said for that too. Yep. You ready to go to the Red Smith? Absolutely. 
All right, grade three, Red Smith, $100,000 race, a Louis specialty, mile and three-eighths on the turf for three-year-olds and up. <laughs> Two turns, baby. Two turns on this the is turf. This aqueduct, right? This is aqueduct. Well, let's call it the grass course because I feel bougier when I say grass course and wear a green jacket. Oh, my gosh. Come on, don't besmirch Keeneland. We're going to let Megan go. Uh, it's aqueduct. There is no is bougie. aqueduct from where you grew up, to be honest? Honestly, like train. Like 15 miles. Okay. You take the, so an hour? You no. take the red line. Uh-uh. No. It's like it's like twenty minutes. You take tough. the long. Aqueduct and Belmont are very close together. Right. Yeah. But they're, you can, they're like you feel like door to door from your house to Aqueduct. Twenty minutes. Be, awesome. Okay. Cool. Aqueduct right. is it close and to, Belmont it's, is like ten minutes. Yeah, it's, it's really close where they play the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. To close to Flushing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Mets. Right. Yeah. Coming well, to America. Closer by to the way, are you a Coming to America fan? She doesn't know what that is. Have you never seen Coming to America? She doesn't know what that is. Nope. Oh my gosh! We've got so much to teach you. I love this show. <laughs> I love the show so much. Coming to America could be one of the greatest comedy comedy films. The faces, of all time. the faces that happen between these two. I wish I could <laughs> this describe. This is them. why we should. Mike just looks disappointedly but... at Megan, like, "Wait, you don't know what Coming to America is?" And Megan just looks at him, like, "Why would I know that? <laughs> Not, no, I don't. But why would I know that? Oh, it's true. But I always wait to answer the question, <laughs> like, to, to gauge so what his reaction is going to be. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh. Have you ever taken the subway to Queens? You? I have. I know. Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. I've never been to the U.S. Open. I'm a massive tennis guy, and I—that's a bucket list for me for sure. I'm a, I am a, I'm a subway guy. I love the okay. subway. Yeah, okay. I love taking the subway. Are you? As Gross. A, seriously, I love. Uh, it. I was say, if you grew up around, it's, it, it's such nothing, a right? novelty thing. Like if you're not from the area you don't have to take the subway every day like oh my god we're gonna take the subway it's so exciting no, if you, you have you to take like the I've subway only been in New York like one time is, and i was like the country boy most of the time oh, the they're like they're like the two subway. new yeah pretty much they're like <laughs> two new trains okay Absolutely. and the rest of them are just so gross and the, the just everything about it about everything about it smells it is awful it's just like let's just like trap the smell of homeless people and just put it down in a tunnel where wow. it can never get out i'm sorry wow. that's what it smells like that's what the subway is in new york but i just love it these cherries are really gross. love they are really good okay good so we're gonna, <laughs> let's 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 talk about this red smith steaks here I just um, what a subway is if you've never been on it all right so uh do, do you have someone you like in this race i like the nine okay uh, aquaphobia on top because the last time this horse won at freaking 10 to 1 yeah. uh, <laughs> I did not play it and I had been playing this horse pretty much every single race <laughs> since it has been uh, claimed since Rob from Rob, Rob Falcone and actually when he was with him too this is a horse who doesn't like soft ground so watch the weather very carefully because if it is very rainy on Saturday I don't think you should play him as much but he has stepped it up massively with Mike Maker from the allowance levels to the graded stakes level in fact he is a grade one winner at the United Nations track, uh, which Monmouth, it is a firm turf course. It is a very firm turf course. It, I mean, it's like it is not going to rain between firm. now and, and right. Uh, so, so that's yep. the kind of track that he likes. Um, I think last time was too long. In fact, the past two races were possibly a little too long for him. Uh, but he's also a horse that's had a lot of trouble. So I think he's been unlucky. I think he needs firm ground, but I do think he's talented. So I'm going to put him on top. I then use the ten Red Knight. If you're Belmont, I mean, classical and class, right? You yep. have to. He's a horse who won last time out at a mile and a half at the Sycamore, grade three, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I think you have to possibly give a look to the three postulation for Mike Matz. Oh, nice. Michael Matz, pardon me. Yep. Um, who has been right there in a lot of these races. And he's, you know, 
he's he's kind of the horse that we love to besmirch on the show because he is one for four in 2019, over three in 2020, but he's still one that gets the job done for the top three. So if you like an across the board horse, I don't know what his odds are at this point because um, I downloaded the form early. I have them. All right, I what is hear, he? I want to know what Sailor's Joy is actually. That's what I want. Yeah. So the one that's going to attract a bunch of money is the four Sailor's Joy. Yep. Eight to five. Okay. What? That's. Okay. I don't math. even use him. Red yeah. Knight, the 10, is five to two. Okay. okay. Aquaphobia. Aquaphobia. Six to one. You can't say six aqueduct to one. and then say aquaphobia. That's why six it's a joke. to one. Okay. Six to one. Give me a number. Like on, give me a number on postulation. Fifteen to Ten one. Ten to one. Fifteen to one is right. Louis Longshot. Do, 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 oh do, yeah! Do, do, do. Wow, yeah, that's right. I can't believe United Land. I like Louis the bike stand so, and the horses up there. Yeah, we had to do <laughs> that. So, with you. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Louis Longshot. It's a little creepy. Where did mine go? Like, oh, staring at you. He looks concerned. Oh, Mike has one too. That's great. Yeah, so we'll now take a picture we of all him. have. Yeah, I've already sent a, somewhat of a picture to Rachel of this. So of our horses. I mean, these hats are just. I mean, I will tweet it out. It's actually really comfortable. It looks great on you. Thank you. Make America great again. I think she just wants you to wear red, not blue. So the uh, no, with postulation, could, could it, go yeah. cards. <laughs> little Johnny Velasquez <laughs> getting away from Julian Leperu, who probably held this horse back a little bit too much. Eight-year-old gelding here. Postulation. Held Why not? Back. He was on the lead. Loves most of that race. It's a joke. Um, mm. Yeah. No. No bad joke. Mm. We let it go. Okay. These jokes are pretty. Um, they're pretty bad today. It's bad today. It's they a little are. too inside baseball if you're not looking at the form. Got oh, it. Fair enough. Oh, all right. Um, man, this horse is staring at me. Uh, also inside baseball. <laughs> the horse no, on the mic. Great. The stress reliever horse. Terrific speed figures at longer distances. This horse loves 12 furlongs and longer. Totally. So we're, um, or at least 12 furlongs here. So we're going a mile three. It's a little bit less, of course. But uh, yeah, postulation 15 to one. I included uh, the, the three, four, nine, and 10 in my ticket here uh, for a longer ticket. I agree with Megan. Aquaphobia is the most interesting horse outside you, of postulation. You use Sadler's Joy after besmirching him like all year long. All year long, all I've heard is, when's the last time his horse won? 2019, one for four, over seven, 2020. And now we're going to put him on the ticket. How could I possibly pick what postulation? How could I possibly pick postulation and not put Silas right? Because this horse doesn't want to win. He's got herd mentality. He doesn't want to pass horses. I actually kind of don't. In fact, the one time he won recently in 2020 was by a neck. He didn't want to pass horses. All right. So I'm rescinding Louis Longshot. I'm going to single Sadler's Joy because Megan is just besmirching him so heavily. Oh, but where did I get it from? I learned it from you. He's he's the only horse that's been competing in grade one. So, I mean, he does have more class over the rest of the field. he's two for two lifetime at Aqueduct. Like, if anybody's going to... This this is a drop in class for him. So... By the way, shout out to Aqueduct. The United Nations turf course. I mean, middle finger to all other turf courses. I mean, just the <laughs> Is that absolute what it's called? beautiful, bougie name of the United Nations turf course. I huh. mean, I didn't even know that's what it's called. That's what you called it. What? You called it the United Nations turf course. I don't remember. No, I said that Aquaphobia won a grade one in the United Nations race, oh, which I happens it was at the United Monmouth. Nations turf course. No, 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 no. Withdrawn that's that's the withdrawn. race name withdrawn. at Monmouth. Louis, Taking it back. Louis was just bagging on people who don't read his article. Mm. Like, you know, Brad Cox <laughs> is not the trainer. Of, right. <laughs> I don't listen to Megan. Oh, Swiss skydiver. <laughs> Why would I listen to Megan? All right. No, you do, and then I it loses money. I listen way too much to Megan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now we're going to move out to California where <sighs> the turf meets the surf. So much Del Mar. And we're going to do an early pick three because Louis wants to. Which includes the second race. <laughs> That's a needless besmirchment. <laughs> really just a needless. I actually have the early pick five because I'm a apparently an overachiever. Yeah. Well, we're just gonna well, go with the pick three. Yeah. <laughs> the native diver is. So in this, you can tweet three. that out. No, here's this. Here's this for like a cliffhanger. You can just tweet that out for our listeners so they can look for your early pick. Where would they find us on Twitter, Louie? At Horse Happy Hour. They can find Mike at at Big Mike Gandolfo. And Megan is 
at, at Megan Divine TV. Yep. Why is she not at Megan Divine Pod? Because TV's well, a good question. A thing. <laughs> not recently. <laughs> and uh, Lily, what are you on Twitter? Myself. Did you love that tweet the other day of my kids? Like my three-year-old's oh, I loved like, it. I want to be the two, and my eight-year-old's like, he scratched. Look at the scratches. Oh, it's Megan. <laughs> I, <was laughs> I love that house. your kids are such degenerates. My eight-year-old's like, like it how, makes how did you not look my heart so happy. And they're not even they're not even they're they're kids who are like who like racing a lot because they they're like really big horse people like me like I was that way because I loved horses your kids don't they like the horses but they don't have like a super affinity for they're not around all the time they just like the gambling of it (laughs) so So, at like eight years old and below the fact that Louis kids are such degenerates is just amazing to me like you are the future of our sport your family (laughs) the cold Saturday at the track Louis and I uh, Louis took all his his entire family. I just yeah. took my son. So uh-huh. because every racetrack needs a Rocco and a leather jacket, uh-huh. so, absolutely wear, wearing a fedora, which he was. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I think maybe even a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid is such a numbers kid, though. Like, oh my, the like, form is just. I told him it's one big uh, math problem. It's all it is. Yeah, it's all the math yeah, problem. It's just porn to him. But uh, <laughs> the uh, my, so my eight year old. Did you just break it? I had to put mine down. These little Indian, the, whatever this mystery bottle opener that pulls out. I, I had to put it, it down because I kept playing with it, and I felt like the listeners could. I kind of think Megan it. needs to say "pulls out" again. So the uh, <laughs> uh, higher quality. Uh, All right, go ahead. So I put up a picture of my eight-year-old who hit his first exact over the weekend. Really? Right? So oh yeah, Twitter, yeah, I saw that. Twenty-seven thousand people saw the picture. <laughs> Amazing. So I'm done tweeting about things that I care about. What are about. you on Twitter? You didn't say what you are. I'm Twitter. at Louis Rebo. I apologize. L O U I S R A B A U T. I have one of those names. Um, but uh, go ahead and look <laughs> for us. Bougie name. Bougie name is right. <laughs> go ahead and look for Ed like Horse Happy Hour. Louis Long Shot just turned me. into that. And um, but yeah, tons of responses and uh, people that you've heard of actually like that to tweet. Someone actually said you I, that I won horse uh, horse, horse racing Twitter for the day. Oh, and I oh thought did that you? That was nice with my eight-year-old. That That's good nice. because usually it's like, who's sticking a needle in who? <laughs> because I lost a pick three. Yeah, okay, we get it, buddy. Yeah. Um, All right, so we're going to go Del Mar. The first, for some reason, we're going to talk about a $25,000 claiming race Why are you uh, with a $33,000 purse, five furlongs on the turf. Um, well, it's because it's early pick three, right? You know, we'll, we'll go for pick it. five or whatever people We're a steak sure. show, sir. We what talk about the show. steaks. All right. All right. Go ahead. Who do you like in this one, Louie, since you spent time? What is Megan doing? Did she just sneeze? She got up to sneeze, which is bad for the show. Oh, I just didn't want to sneeze in our listeners' ears. I, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> Megan, this I'm is sure There's some you weird fetishes go. out there, but I don't want to be a part of them. <laughs> <laughs> for feet pictures. No. Just <laughs> All right. At Big Megan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Louie. What do we like? Oh, look, it's California. It's got to be Megan. All right. Oh, it's me? Did oh. you handicap the first race, the, tw- the $33,000 claim? Yeah, so race? I have the one on top, Blackout, for All Peter right. Miller, who just wins everything. It doesn't really matter what it is because... All I do is win, I don't win, know. win. You want to have a conversation about some of the stuff that happens in Louis' paper, I think you should go there. But um, <clears throat> seven-year-old Gelding, who seems to have a good bit of speed, he obviously likes sprinting on the turf course. And uh, yeah, Flavio Pratt I just think he's the classiest of the bunch. He also, by the way, was competing at the $40,000 claiming level. He fits right here. Yep. He ran at a similar level when he was at Del Mar last time as the favorite. He finished second. Um, had a little bit of bumping to contend with. The other horse I use in here is the five mystery messenger for Vladimir Sarin, who was avoided out of a race last time in which he was claimed. Um, and I am interested to see him come back because I think he really, really likes this distance. They tried to stretch him out a little bit. It didn't work very well. So 
Uh, and Umberto Raspoli is excellent on yep. the turf course. So those two horses for me are going to be the only two that I use in the first leg. So which numbers? One and five. Perfect. I have the one and five on top as well. Perfect. Uh, in the pick three, I'm going to punch the all button here because it is a sprint and hope that something else jumps up. But what? if you're playing a much longer ticket, the one and five are absolutely on top. I, I see something here for the first time I've never seen. I've never seen this in horse racing. Now I'm not as big of a degenerate as Louie. <laughs> but there's a red and racing ridden by Mario Gutierrez, which obviously happens all the time. But it's not trained by Doug O'Neill. Yeah, so he also has horses with Eddie Freeman and Ben Cecil. Which I've never seen. I just have never those seen those two those two trainers you will see a few horses. By the with. way, that is a sp- Who, by the way, Ben Cecil's uh wife what? is one of the producers of the Big Bang Theory. Oh. If you like that show. I do like it. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a terrible show. But it's a great show. I love it. I'll, I'll yeah. Good for you too. The <laughs> Mike just slipped in a humble brag without trying. What are you talking what? about? That like Del Mar knowledge. Because he's been to San Diego so much about Doug O'Neill. Mario Gutierrez, Doug O'Neill. That's just like you know that if you follow California Racing, which we do on the show. Yeah. I don't think it's a humble brag. I don't think he has a drink for that one. We haven't drunk in a while, so people just drink. I'm done. I don't know what you're talking about. The drink's gone. (laughs) It's gone. gone. All right. So the second race um, in the early pick three is the stakes race. It is the grade three native diver. Yep. $100,000 race, a mile and an eighth on the dirt. They fill in the entire course on this one for some reason, um, appropriately. You know what I'm saying? It's not the green, like, partially filled in. It's the black all the way around. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, and I know Louie likes combatant. So go ahead, Megan. Who do you like? Uh, I put the four midcourt on there as well, okay. who we saw run very well against maximum security. And then he ran a mile and a quarter in the Pacific Classic. Did not love that distance. Um, he doesn't. He hasn't. Well, I guess he did in the San Diego Handicap, which I don't know. I think those times were maybe a little bit more in his favor. Um, I think he deserves to be in the top contenders in here. So I use midcourt on top, but close behind, I use combatant as well. I think those two horses are about the same, in my opinion. So I think it's those two against the rest of the field, which is only five horses. So, nope. Megan and I agree again. So, okay. uh, I'm actually going to hold my nose in single midcourt here. Okay. He's four to five on the morning line. Yeah. All single combatant. I'm fascinated by the fact that combatant, the one is eight to one in a five horse field. While the five extra hope is three to one morning line coming out of the optional claiming circuit. Um, uh, For me, that means that if whoever is making morning lines at this point, is it is it Mr. White? Is he still doing that at Del Mar? I guess because... I know com- he does at Santa Anita. I don't know Del Mar. Combat, yeah. the only thing I think of, he, the one time he raced at Del Mar, he missed the board, and then he's well, over four at the distance. But, That's but I, think, I think you Spider-Man have to kind of go line by line for a horse like that because he won the San Diego Handicap. Good for him. He comes back at Oaklawn, so he ships there. I don't know that he... L- was a very good shipper. He seemed to have some trouble in that race. It was a very good race with By My Standards, obviously. And that's I, a I different mean, the, the distance run. and the, yeah, very different. Yeah. The distance he should have been able to do well. I agree. Then he comes off a layoff, okay, right. and he right. races against maximum security. All those he hopped at the start, crossed that out. He had a lot of trouble. Then he races on the turf course, which originally, way back, way back when, they thought this horse was a turf horse. Right. If you look at his form, he ran plenty of races on the grass. Um, 
he didn't do well that day. Then he comes back as the favorite going a mile and a half. It's just way too long. So it's it's been a hot minute since he's run in a race that has conditions that are to his favor, and this race does. So if there's any race for him to come back in, it's here, Right. I think. By the way, I think that was the San Diego handicap, not the San Diego handicap. He lost the San Diego, San Diego handicap. No, I know. I said the San Diego handicap, he came back after the layoff. Yeah, he won the San, San, San Diego handicap. handicap. Yeah. yeah. So four one five is my order in this race, but I'm going to try to single the four and, and keep the ticket shorter. Okay. Then the three, the third race. Because we need to go back to talk about thirty six thousand dollars purses, thirty two. Well, just at the show, races. then, dude. All right. Uh, so I single the seven. Six furlongs, by the way, on the dirt. In here, I think Troville for Leonard Powell, Flavian Pratt. He raced at the Open claiming level last time. He won. He seems to be the horse to beat. He's been pretty good in twenty twenty. He likes to sprint. Uh, I'm okay with him coming from off the pace. He usually he can stalk or come from way off of it, so he's been multidimensional to me. Um, the other two horses, if you wanted to go a little bit longer in the final leg, I think are the four, Flying Business, who finished second last time, and then the six, which is uh, Miss Freyline for Ron Ellis and uh, Abel Cedillo, who has some speed, which I think will be the front runner in here. So I, I go seven, four, six, but with the seven as your likely favorite, seven or likely s- winner. Seven to six were my top here. Yeah. And... Uh, so for my pick three, it was actually all four, six, seven. It's 12 bucks for a dollar. Which I, I also want to say, even though this seems to be a relatively chalky sequence, this it's important to kind of listen to our picks as well, because if you want to play those races individually and, you know, put an exactor or a trifecta or whatever it is, or key a horse, I think that's where it's important to, to feel like, okay, they like this horse a lot, but who else do they like underneath? Right. So that's why we want to give you guys, you know, not only the horse that we think is going to win, which could be the chalk sometimes, but also the horses who we think have a really solid chance to also perform well, because that's where you're going to make the money in these races. All right. So uh, next week is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners out there. We are certainly grateful for the amount of support that we've gotten this year from all of you guys. It's, yeah. It's been, it's really been an incredible ride. I mean, in, I'm grateful that as much as I loved last Thanksgiving, it was just me and Louie. I'm grateful that we had <laughs> Megan. Aww. <laughs> Do I have to say something nice? No. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. And then I am grateful for Louie, obviously. Um, but I hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. We will obviously – so the plan for next week, are we going to be at the Clark Handicap? Yes. We hope. Are you going to – so who's – Hope. Gonna, we got – one of us is going to have to reach out to KK. Why? Why would we – not do a show for the Clark. We, we, if we are allowed to, I would love us to. Got it. Okay. You're more worried That's about fair. restrictions than anything yes. else. Yes. Got it. Fair enough. I mean, we could do a show from here. Totally. We could do a yeah. live show from here. Churchill did put out today, as long as you're not inside eating and sitting, you're good. So the Churchill, the Thanksgiving, like this announcement yeah. by the governor right before Thanksgiving right. just kills Churchill's only probably big dining day they were yeah. going to have this entire year. Yeah. So, um, feel very at one time that was the third largest attended day at Churchill Dance which is a huge I mean you can speak to that it's a huge, huge tradition day. for uh, a lot of people yes. here locally absolutely I mean um, it's gonna well it's interesting how many weird. years in a row have you gone to Thanksgiving at Churchill no no it's been every, every year of my life right so <laughs> crazy so yes. friend of the show uh, Drew Diener who's on 680 does the morning show uh, locally here has been 38 straight years. Yeah. Wow. So uh, just many people who for this, it's, it's, it is a literal abrupt stop to a very long chain of what was family tradition for many people. I don't have it personally, but I, I'm very sympathetic. To well, it. I, I, and again, every Churchill started doing this like 56 years ago. Yeah. 
my family started the year the after the, the church. Year. It was the right. second year of this. So basically, every year except for one, the church has been doing this. My family's been out there for that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be different. I mean, I've got a turkey that is at the house. I'm I'm actually gonna pull it out and let it start thawing tonight, and I'll cook it on the big green egg. And we're gonna try to smoke one. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So both of you have said pull it out many times. <laughs> And I am just so happy about that. Well, you're the one with the most kids, so you obviously did not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at it. That's fair, yeah. Or your wife does not say that. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, <laughs> Ending on that note. <laughs> that's a perfect way to end yeah, this Yeah, it is yeah. 100%. It's very on brand so for us. We will, we will be from, we'll be, you probably find us on Twitter for the live show, and then we will record it and we'll post it. Uh, but don't, you won't find us on Thursday. It'll be Friday. I'm gonna. You want to make a bet right now? What? We're on six eighty. Okay. What's the bet? I I don't have a bet. Like I. Oh here we go. I, I think here's here we well go. here's why I, I mean, say here no because they're not gonna want to pay a producer to be in the studio. They're already gonna be there. Okay. They are during the day. Absolutely. Megan's gonna inside baseball. Do 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 do. I don't do, know. Do, do, end the show. Do, 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 All right. Do. We're out of here. Let's pay the tab. Let's go home. Uh, thank you for listening. This do, has do, been do. the horse racing happy hour. <laughs> <laughs>